magnify. Oh Lord God, sometime. God, Lord.
business, we would be filled, God, Lord. Help us to hunger after you. Give us an appetite, Lord, for the things of you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for it this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, Lord. God, we thank you, Lord. You said a time would come, Lord, before we even ask, Lord, you'd answer somebody, God. Lord, I thank you for, Lord God, Lord. I thank you, Lord, not only that you hear our prayer.
God some praise. The woman of God just asked the Holy Spirit to move freely in this place, so we want him to move. Amen. And if you're tuning in, we say good morning to you. Go ahead and click the like button, the subscribe button, and go ahead and share this link with everybody. Can we make some noise for Jesus? And we can we make some noise for the Holy Spirit that was left here to lead and guide us. Hallelujah. So, Holy Spirit, we say welcome. You're free to do what you do. Hallelujah. Put your hands together like this, everybody. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Sing it again. Say, Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Everybody come on and sing it. Say, welcome Holy Spirit. Welcome Holy Spirit. Say, we are in your presence. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your power. Say, live inside of me. Live inside of me. Everybody say it again. Say, welcome Holy Spirit. Welcome Holy Spirit. Yeah, we went for to the rest, ruling the body. We are place. in your presence. And thank you for living within us. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Live inside of me. Sing it one more time. Say, welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. We are Lord. in your presence. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Live inside of me. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. I want you to fill us with your power. Fill us with your power. Say, live inside of me. Live inside of me. Oh, you're the living water. You're the living water. Never trying, never trying to bounce And you're the comfort and counselor. Fill us with your power. Thank you for living inside of me. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We're in your presence. Fill us with your power. Say, live inside of me. Now say, you're the living water. Come on, sing it out. You're the Comforter and counselor. We want you to take complete control. Hey, welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. We are in your presence. Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Live inside of me. One more time. 
say you're the living water. Say it loud. You're the living water. Comforter and, counselor. Comforter and counselor, I need you to take them take take control of my life. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence, so fill us with your power. happy and thankful that the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, clap your hands like this, because it's him that lives on the inside, and he's working on the outside, so he makes a change in our lives. Hey. Come on, sing, everybody. Something on the inside, say. Something on the Working on the outside. Oh, what a change. Oh, what a change. Oh, what a change. Come on, lift it out. So 
water. Oh, what a change. Oh, what a change. Yeah. Something, something's on the inside. And it's working on. Oh, that something is the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost on the inside. And he's working on me. Oh, what a change. Holy Ghost on the inside. Working on
morning. We want to say thank you for being in the house of the Lord one more time. Let me seize this opportunity to also say thank you to those of you that helped us with our vacation Bible school. What a remarkable story. We are grateful for the leadership of Pastor Fidelia Greer and all of the ministers that work with her. It's such a joy just to see these young people doing great things. It's been a great year just to watch people different, new blood doing things. I was so touched during the pastor's annual to see new and fresh faces doing things and doing it professionally. And we witnessed the same thing again during this vacation Bible school. I thank God for all of you. It's a joy to know that we have so many soldiers and so many people with talents and gifts in the house of God. Will you help me thank God for all of our volunteers? Amen. What a blessing. We are grateful, grateful, grateful. Please don't forget that we are still believing God to do construction of our youth building this coming year. That's only a few months from now. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We need you to please continue to be faithful in your giving. And our game plan is very, very simple when it comes to young people. We want to make sure they have a place of their own. And then we're going to get a youth pastor and get some workers to work in their building because that building is very much like a Chuck E. Cheese kind of place where they can get off the street and get out of, stay out of jail and be doing something positive and while we minister to them. I really believe with all my heart that that strategy will work. So we need your help and we're believing God for a great youth ministry in this church. Amen. Amen. Also, let me mention to you, in this coming month of August, on 21, 21st, our choir is going to be doing a concert. Amen. So I'm excited about what our sanctuary choir will be doing this year. Uh, they have planned a lot of beautiful things. Um, I look forward to it. They've shared all their visions and their goals with me, and everything is moving as planned. So all you need to do is to show up to support them and invite somebody to come. Amen. We want to say thank you to all of our guests this morning. If you're visiting with us for the first time, 
we ask that you please stop by the guest center in the lobby before you leave. And we, we have a gift for you. This is our way of saying thank you for visiting our church today. Amen. Also, or finally, uh, on the 25th of this month, one of our sons in the ministry, uh, Minister Bakari Beckwith, he pastored our church in Winsboro, Louisiana. So he has invited our church, your pastor, our choir, to come and help him dedicate his new building. So as many of you as would like to come with us, or if you know Bakari and you want to support what God is doing through him, um, we encourage you to come along and travel with us. Bakari came to school here at Louisiana College, and he was in their basketball program. And after he graduated, he went into ministry, became a pastor. Um, he served here in this church, and now he, he pastors his own church. Amen? That's what it's all about. Amen. That's something to rejoice about. All right. All minds clear? I'm going to invite you to turn with me to the book of St. John. And I want to ask that we all read the scripture together today. The book of St. John, chapter 5. I want to say thank you to those of you that came for prayer meeting early this morning. Every Sunday at 7 a.m., we have prayer meeting in this house. It's been led by Pastor Dayton and Jackie Williams. Amen. And then that's Sunday morning. Then on Monday morning, uh, also 7 a.m., uh, this a number that you can call in, and we have also another prayer meeting. We love to pray in this church. <laughs> so, in that prayer meeting, every Monday is led by your pastor, and all you do is darling and pastor pray. And then on Friday, we have another prayer meeting. What a church. <laughs> And so 6 p.m. in the evening, you can come to this building, and we have another prayer meeting it's led by Pastor Jofian. And so you cannot miss God during the week. We want you to pray, pray, pray. Prayer changes things. All right, if you have your Bible, turn to the book of St. John, chapter 5. And we're going to read from verse 2 through verse 9. And we're going to read it together corporately. Uh, there's a story there. I want to make sure you know what is going on in your Bible. If you don't have your Bible, I'm sure they will have it on the screen. Again, 
The scripture is John chapter 5, verses 2 through verse 9. Let's read. Now there is a Jerusalem by the sheep market Apu, which is called in Hebrew town Bethsida, having five porches. Continue. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked and on the same day was the Sabbath. Amen. Remain standing as we pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for a brand new day. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this house. Thank you for provisions of life. Thank you for our health and for our strength. Lord, we speak into the atmosphere. We take authority over every demonic forces. And we thank you, God, that we are free. By the blood of Jesus Christ, we are free. And we ask that, that you touch our body, that you minister to our spirit man, Lord, we pray that you will touch our soul. Have your way in our midst today. We bind every forces of darkness in our midst. We usher in the, your presence, the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you that healing will take place here. We thank you that lives will be changed. We thank you that problems will be solved. We thank you that after today, we will be a better man, a better woman for your glory. Lord, we thank you for your protection over our house, over our belongings, over our family, over our children, over our community. And by faith, we decree and we declare all is well. It is so in Jesus' name. The church say, amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, Rise Up, Take Up Thy Bed, and Walk. Rise Up, Take Up Thy Bed, and Do What? And Walk. The passage I just read to your hearing, ladies and gentlemen, it is very 
relevant to our situation nowadays. I will also submit to you that all of us should be able to relate to what we have just read in the word of God. The Bible say in the city of Jerusalem, there was a pool. And that pool has five porches. Am I right about it? The name of that pool, ladies and gentlemen, is called Bethesda. For those of you who are students of the Bible, Bethesda in Hebrew means a place of grace, a place of mercy. And I will submit to you this morning that although in your mind you came to church, but really you are in a place of grace. Right now, as I'm speaking to you, you are located at a place of mercy. So for every area of your life that need mercy, I pray that God will grant you mercy that suit. For your life, for your house, for your family, we all need the mercy of God. Am I right about it? Ladies and gentlemen, right in that pool was surrounded a bunch of people. The Bible described them as multitude of folks. But look at the makeup of the gathering. The Bible say around that pool you find some blind people. Am I still in the book? You find some halt people. Some people with withered hands. And all of them, guess what they were doing? They were waiting. And I have some good news for somebody this morning. You don't have to wait. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Say amen to that. Thank God for grace and mercy. Those folks will wait all day. All week, all month, all year. And the Bible says once in a year, an angel will stop by and trouble the water. By the way, permit me to help our understanding this morning because there's an angel right in your midst. In case you don't know, your pastor is the angel of this house. So, <laughs> in all your getting, get understanding. And my assignment, not just me, every pastor in the community, the assignment every week is to trouble the water. <laughs> so, when you are here, don't just think you're fulfilling a religious purpose. You are here to experience a miracle. Your pastor, the angel, you will see in the book of Revelation, the Bible was writing to the churches. It will say to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, to the angel of the church in Carfax, or wherever you live. So there are pastors located there. And if they know what they are doing, their job is to trouble the water. And your job is to make sure you get in. 
Amen. Amen. In fact, the Bible says the first person to get him get healed. Amen. Can I have some, some people just come up here? Just, I want to demonstrate. It's always good for people to understand. Hurry up. I've got I need more people, more people. Come on, come on, come on. Don't be afraid. Yes, you can line up right here. Amen. Just, just. You see, the Bible said the first person to get in. So now I want all of you to face that right where you have faced that wall there. All right? If you see all these people lying up, men and women, so the first person will be my friend here. This brother will be the first person. And so when the angel of the Lord troubled the water, he gets in, well, too bad for the rest of them. They have to wait a whole year. You see how this thing works? But let's say you are turning and face that place. Yes, All of a sudden, the last is now first. You see how God works. So it used to be the brother way back there was the first, but now he's the last. But now all of you turn towards your pastor. Guess what? Now all of them are first. Thank you, brothers and sisters. You see, my point to you is that all of you, all of us, we're a candidate for God's miracle today. You don't have to worry about somebody getting in before you. All of us can get in at the same time. You better shout hallelujah for that. What a blessing to be in the service one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says, among those folks was a man. And this gentleman had what the Bible described as an infirmity. It's interesting that the Bible called our attention to this man. What is it about him? Because there were a lot of people there. Why are we talking about him? The Bible noted that he's been around that pool for 38 years. First, I want to call your attention to the duration of him being there. 38 years is a long time. In fact, if you study the Bible, you will recall that Jesus Christ lived only 33 years. That means this brother has been around the pool waiting for the angel to trouble the water, waiting for him to get in the water first, long before Jesus was born. That is a long time. Well, I've got good news for somebody this morning. It doesn't matter how long you've been sick. It doesn't matter how long you've been troubled. It doesn't matter how long you've been bound. Jesus 
is here this morning to minister to you, to minister to me, to answer every life questions. The Bible said Jesus showed up like he is in your presence this morning. And Jesus asked a simple question. And the Lord has sent me to ask you and me the same question this morning. The presence of the Lord is here. But the question is, will that be made whole? In other words, I know you've gone through some things. I know there's some issues that you're facing. I know some of us have been sick. But do you want to get well? That's the question for all of us this morning. Do you want to be going through business as usual? Or do you want God to change that circumstance? I know you've been trying to change it on your own to no avail. I know you've been trying to figure it out on your own. But the truth be told, you're still going round and round in circles. So I hear the Lord say, son of man, my sisters, my brothers, will thou be made whole? Do you want your circumstance to change? Do you want God to answer that prayer? Do you want to get well this morning? Like that man, I believe every one of us we have an opportunity to respond to God. Please don't live here today with your question unanswered. You have to make up your mind. This is not about your neighbor. This is not about everybody else. You have to look within you and ask yourself, do I want to be made whole? You and I, we have access to the one who knows everything, who sees everything, who has everything, and he can do anything. So it's up to you and me to answer that question. Please notice the answer that this man gave to Jesus. Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? Will thou be made whole? And his response is that he started playing victim mentality. That's the problem with many of us. He said, I have no man to help me. I've been here a long time. Well, we know that. But every time I try to get in, I have no one to help me. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, you see, I happen to be a theologian. I don't just read the Bible. You have to extract from what you're reading. 
And the problem here is that this man is looking outside for his help. Ladies and gentlemen, many times when you're looking outside for hair, the answer to your question is within your soul. He is saying, I'm dependent on somebody else to come and help my situation. Someone else got my stuff. And you'll be surprised how much of that spirit is within the house of God. Many of you think your problem is solved by your husband. So you look to the person. Or you might say, my wife. Some of you will say, my supervisor. You're always looking at somebody else. Some of you will even look to government. I'm waiting on the government. But the Bible said in the book of Psalms, chapter 75, verse 6, it said promotion don't come from east or west. Promotion don't come from anybody. Promotion comes from God. What is the message? Stop playing victim mentality. Are you listening to me this morning? Stop looking to someone to be blamed for your problem. I was, I'm privileged to raise some children in my house. This is a common rule in my house. I would tell them, no, you got a problem. Don't blame me for your problem. I got my own problem. Where is the teacher? Where my parents didn't do this? Oh, no. No, it's your problem. The teacher got his own diploma. You don't have one, at least not yet. So you have to learn to accept personal responsibility. Are you still here this morning? Stop blaming your mama for your problem. Stop blaming your daddy for your problem. Stop blaming your husband for your problem. Stop blaming your wife for your problem. Stop blaming the government for your problem. Stop blaming the person who wasn't there for you. Stop blaming the person who failed to pay the child support. The truth be told, you better thank God for the people who wasn't there. Because if they were there, you wouldn't need a miracle. But God has positioned you for a time like this to show you that he can bless you with or without them. Do I have a witness in the house? Amen, somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth be told, when the check didn't show up in the mail, didn't God made a way? Do I have a witness in this house? When your credit was jacked up, when you applied for a job and nobody called for interview, didn't God make a way out of nowhere? He was there all the time. So God is faithful. 
So what if you don't have a friend? So what? So what if they all walk out? So what if there's no job out there? So what if your back is against the wall? If you never had a problem, you will never know there's a God who can serve them. You will never know what faith in God is all about. Through it all, learn to trust in Jesus. Learn to depend on his word. Do I have an amen? amen. Jesus has promised never to leave you. Never to forsake you. So it don't matter. Come hell or high water. God's got your back. Amen, somebody. People will say, well, nobody like me. So what? When nobody wants me. So what? When nobody, nobody picked me. So what? When it's all said and done, except the Lord build your house. Everybody's effort is in vain. So Jesus asked this man, do you want to get well? In other words, are you ready to be healed right now? And I believe the Spirit of God is asking us the same question. We are here in the presence of God. And he wants to know, do you just show up to have another religious experience? Or are you here this morning to have a true encounter with Almighty God? And then Jesus looked at him. He said, Brother Baba, Rise up, pick up your bed, and start walking. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but I hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you and me. He says, it's time to get up. It's time to pick up your bed. It's time to start walking. By the way, when I talk about your bed, you see, that is the same bed he's been sleeping on for 38 years. The truth be told, by now that bed is dirty. The truth be told, that bed is now stinking. The truth be told, that bed is now filthy. And so is many of us. There are many dirty, filthy, stinking things that we've been sleeping on, that we've been sleeping with. Can I help somebody this morning? Stinking things that you've been laying on. And laying with. And I hear the Holy Spirit say, Hey, Brother Baba, get up! Pick up your bed. And start walking. 
There comes a time when you have to say to self, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Jesus said, rise up, pick up your bed, and start working. In other words, do what you couldn't do before. My challenge to all of us this morning, don't just accept your condition as the norm. Don't get used to being sick. Don't get used to being depressed. Don't get used to being, being confused. Don't get used to being hateful. Do what you couldn't do before. Get up. Pick up that bed and start walking. When I say start walking, I mean forward movement. Notice Jesus did not just say get up. He said now when you get up, then you need to move forward. Church is time for our church to move forward. If you can open my heart this morning and read the tablet of my heart, what is clearly written there, we've tried everything to get along. But it's time. I hear the Lord say, you've been going around this mountain for too long. It's time for the church to move forward. As bad as COVID-19 is. The truth be told, it exposes a lot of things. Things that the church should have been doing. And they were just going around and around in circles. And so the Lord sometimes will allow things so we all got busted. Now the Holy Spirit is saying it's time for the church to rise up. Pick up your bed and start walking. Stop waiting on people. Stop waiting on the government. Rise up. Pick up your bed. And start walking. God never intended for his children to kiss up to nobody. Nowhere in the word of God. Will you find the Bible say where if you just kiss up to your supervisor. Long enough that maybe they'll make you a member of the club. The truth be told, if they make you a member of the board, they can kick you out of the board. But if God bless you, no devil here can mess with your blessing. Get up! Pick up your bed and start walking. God is able to meet all your needs. Am I right about it? God is able to save you. God is able to heal you. God is able to deliver you. God is able to bless you. God is able to make a way out of no way. Do I have a witness in the house? Is there anybody here 
that you look back over your life and you see if it has not been for the Lord on your side, you won't be standing today. He bless you. So look at your neighbor, somebody next to you, and just minister to him or her and say, neighbor, get up. That may be the only voice of authority that neighbor will hear today. Look him or her in the face and say, I'm talking to you. Get up. Pick up your bed. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're able to go up and possess the land. God has given us the city. He has given us the parish. He's given us the state. He has given us the whole nation. Get up. Let's make this apple. Let's save our people. Let's get our community right. Let's help the community. The, the Lord is waiting on you and me. Get up. To this world just to sit down and gather dust. I don't know about you. I came in here this morning to be healed. How about you? I came in here this morning to be blessed. How about you? I came in this morning to experience, to have an encounter with Almighty God. So look at somebody and say, get up! This is not the time to, to give up. This is not the time to quit. This is not the time to be having a pity party. Tell him or her again, get up. Pick up your bed. Let's go. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. I'm going to get up. Did you hear what I said? I'm going to get up. I don't know what the rest of you would do, but I made up my mind. I told my wife, I said, baby, I'm going. I am, I'm going. In fact, I said, baby, I'm gone. There's something inside of you that will tell you it's time for you to move forward. Something on the inside. Working on the outside. You can see there's been a change in your life. That's why the songwriter says, mama don't go. If my daddy don't go, if my friend won't go, I'll go if I have to go all by myself. Who am I preaching to this morning? It's time to move forward. It's time to walk into your purpose. Are you listening to me? It's time to walk into your destiny. Are you listening to me? It's time to walk into your future. God is waiting for you and me to exercise our faith. Notice what happened to that man. The Bible says immediately. Isn't that something? Some of you will say, let me go home and pray about it. It's a spirit of religion. God is trying to do a new thing in your life. You say, well, let me, let me, let me go think about it. The Bible says immediately he got up 
He picked that stinking thing. And they start walking. Now let me tell you how you and I can get up. How you and I can pick up that dirty, stinking, filthy things. How we can walk with our head up, trusting God. You know, we sing a song, Walk With Me, Lord. How is God going to walk with you when you're lying down? Brother Pastor, how can I get up? You don't know my story. You don't know what is going on in my life right now. How can I get out of this thinking situation? I'm glad you asked. The Holy Spirit sent me to tell somebody. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. He said the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Guess where the spirit is? It's in you. While you're looking outside, God is saying the Holy Spirit lives in you. And he wants to work wonders in your life. He wants to help you to overcome every addiction, every challenge, every stumbling block that the devil put in front of you. He said that same spirit will quicken your mother body. The word quicken means to restore. And somebody here need restoration. Maybe it's restoration of your health. Maybe it's restoration of your wealth. You used to be able to pay your bills. Now you're struggling. Maybe it's restoration of your ministry. Maybe it's restoration of your relationship. It could be a need for God to restore your business. When the Bible says that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, he lives inside of you, it will quicken your mother body. To quicken means to restore. To quicken means to renew. To quicken means to heal and to deliver. You got that healing. The healer is inside of your body. The Bible said, greater is he. Where is he? In you. Where is he right now? He's in you. And what is in you is greater than the devil that is messing with you. So what is the secret, ladies and gentlemen, when you are truly operating by faith, you will experience move of God beyond measure. It takes faith for that man 
who's been sitting there for 38 years. And now somebody come. He didn't say, abracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadabracadab
I don't know what the diagnosis said. I don't know what the x-ray revealed to you. But with God on your side, you can make it and you can rise up. You can walk again. It's that kind of spirit that caused me to leave my home with only a hundred dollars in my hand. And they told me, how are you going to make it? My brothers and sisters say, you cannot make it. Sit down. But something on the inside. Now, 40 something years later, I have to feed all of them. If you will allow your faith to rise in you. Oh, the sky is the limit. God wants to move in a special way. And he sent me to tell somebody, it's time to get up. Pick up your bed. Start walking. Walk into your destiny. Walk into your future. Walk into your promised land. All of heaven is waiting on you. But until you make up your mind to get up, Nothing is going to change. So I ask you the question. Do you really want to be healed? Do you really want that circumstance to change? Do you really want to witness a new testimony in your life? There is a God who said, eyes have not seen it. Ears have not heard it. It's not been conceived in the hearts of men what God has in stock for you. The instruction this morning is to allow the faith of God. Everybody here got what I'm talking about. To every man, to every woman is given the measure of faith. It's not just for the preacher. It's not just for some televangelist. It's not just for some prophet. It's for every child of God. The only question is, are you going to use that faith? And they say, you need to get up. You need to pick up your bed. Everybody got some stinking thing in their life. I know I do. Ain't no shame in my game. Everybody got some dirty things in their life. But the Holy Ghost is saying, you can pick it up. You can walk again. I'm going to ask all of you to stand to your feet. I don't know who I've been preaching to I don't know what is going on in your life. But I believe God wants to touch somebody in a special way this morning. If you're that man, if you're that woman, find your way to the altar. I want to pray with you. I believe the power of God will enable you. That same spirit that raised Jesus. He dwell inside of you. I pray that power will quicken your mortal body. I got up one day as I look at self. I say, self, I'm going to stop blaming people for my problem. I say, Lord, with you and me, we can make things happen. 
And I hear him speaking loud and clear. Son of man, get up. Pick up your bed. Walk. You're the one that God sent me to. Lift up your hands. I want to pray with you. Father, I thank you that you always hear us. You said if we ask, it shall be given to us. If we seek, we're going to find. If we knock, the door will be open. Somebody's before this altar. You know about our situation. You know what is cooking our spirit. You know what we are dealing with. You know what mountain we, we have to climb. Touch right now. Holy Spirit, heal right now. Lord, we surrender all to you. We hear your heart. We hear your voice this morning. We're commanding us to get up. The instruction is to get up and pick up our bed and walk. Father, give us the courage to do your will. Give us the courage, oh God. Give us that anointing. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Thank you. You place it inside of us. Give us the courage to get up and pick up every stinking thing. Lord, I thank you for the healing that is taking place right now. I thank you for prayers being answered right now. I thank you, oh God, that you are making a way out of no way. I thank you, oh God, for touching our lives and touching our homes and touching our marriage and touching our family and touching our children. Thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. Somebody open your mouth, shout amen. amen. It's a time of rejoicing, shout amen. amen. Borders are broken, shout amen. amen. Yokes have been destroyed right now, shout amen. amen. Somebody give God the glory, shout amen. If you have come with a spirit of giving, the ushers at the back of the church, please give as the Lord prosper you. Those of you who are live streaming with us, let me encourage you to go to our website. You can join us in giving also. Zionhill.com There's an opportunity for online giving. God loves a cheerful giver. I've shared with you the vision before this church. Let's make it happen. We don't need to look to anybody. That power to change central Louisiana dwells right inside of us. Let's go out and make our world a better place. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. 
my prayer for you is that God will increase you more and more. That you will be living in a land of surplus. More than enough. Overflow. Not just in your life, but in the life of your entire family. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give the Lord God a clap offering. God bless you. Right before we go, can you put your hand on yourself and say, Self, the same spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of me. And look at somebody else and tell them the same spirit that raised him from the dead lives on the inside of you. Let's say it before we get ready to leave. Hey, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, it lives on the inside of you. That raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of me. Quicken my mother about it and it killed me to overflow. Gave me authority and power. Baptized me. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of me. That that raised Jesus from the dead. It lives on the inside of me. Quicken my mind about it and fill me to overflow. Gave me authority and power. Baptize me. Say, Spirit of body, Spirit of truth. You're a comforter in a sense of living water and you're blue. Spirit of body, Spirit of truth. You're a comforter in the sense of living water. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, it lives on the inside of me. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, it lives on the inside of me. And it quickened my mother body, filled me to overflow, gave me authority and power. Say, Spirit of God, you're the Spirit of Truth. You're a comforter, in a house of living water, blowing me. Spirit of God, you're the Spirit of Truth. Comforter, in a house of living water, blowing me. Spirit of God, Spirit of Truth. You're a comforter, in a house of living water, blowing me. Spirit of God, in a sense of living water on me that same spirit that same spirit that same spirit is living on the inside of me that same spirit that same spirit that same spirit is living on the inside of me that same spirit we say be blessed and have a blessed week in Jesus name that same living on the inside of me Same spirit, that same spirit, it's living on the inside of me. 